the weekly sparkly burlesque podcast about two black showgirls living, loving, and training in San Diego from an unapologetically black femme perspective. I am Sepia Jewel, the seductress of slay. And I am Torlisha Divine, the black gold goddess. Thank you all so much for accepting our invitation to dine and dish with us. Now, grab a plate and have a seat at the table. Because you're about to get served. You can't just sit there and wait for people to give you that golden dream. You've got to get out there and make it happen yourself. Diana Ross. Yes, the boss. Yes, let the boss tell you. (laughs) Queen diva extraordinaire. Mm -hmm. Um, We're back. Fucking creepy. Yeah, okay. So, um, this whole episode is about us being MIA because, um, VIS, very important showgirling. Uh, CPA and I were doing some things. CPA was being an international traveling showgirl, and we got to y'all after that, but then I went to Vegas, and it was the first time I went to Vegas, and Vegas whooped my ass. Um, so between Vegas and school, we just did not, and then CPA had some stuff yep. going on with yep. her mom. Yeah, but like, I had, and right when I came back from Vancouver, I had a show. Right. And then I had to prepare for the Bless Your Heart show, that, what, three numbers? Right. We were well, both in yes. the Bless Your Heart Burlesque show. Both of us were in three numbers in that show. Um, CPA made three costumes in three days. We'll get to that. But, like, it was crazy. Yeah, like, after you was... came back from Vancouver, it was like a tornado, girl. Yeah, it was like, <laughs> woo! Oh, we got to listen. On? Talk about Diana Ross. Upside yes. down. Yep. Our hair blowing Just in the wind. Listen, like it was a mess. <laughs> yes. All right. But we was cute. Yes, we were. the whole thing and stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, yes, we're back. Um, we are here to, you know, have fun with y'all and to serve you up this hot plate. We'll get this thing started like we normally do with our sparkle and shine. <laughs> My sparkle and shine is my son, Stephen. Um, I'm just going to call him Stevie because that's what I call him. And he'll be like, oh, mom, my name is Stephen. I'm Stevie. Right. I'm your mom. A little history on my son. He has had a bunch of struggles. He went to Helix High School, uh, same school, Reggie Bush, Alex Smith went to, he, Alex Smith actually mentored him. Oh. Um, in their playoff games, his father had a stroke at the game and, and, and passed away a couple of days later. Oh my God. So he stayed in the game because he was a quarterback. He stayed in the game and finished the game and they won and they ended up going to the CIF playoffs and everything. Um, he went to Virginia Union University where everything was going to be good and he um, had to have rotator cup surgery. Oh, God. His, after he got out there his freshman year. So he could no longer play quarterback they didn't want him to play quarterback so he was able to switch to be a receiver and so all these all these different obstacles well years go by graduates everything um 
has a son while he's in college that he's taking care of and he's a grown ass man now um and he opened he's a personal trainer he opened a gym with someone else which was going good in him training people and now he will be um has a contract with Virginia Union University oh yeah to do their um uh, run with their their fitness center um okay. with the food uh everything the plan so i'm just so proud of him for all of the different struggles and obstacles that have come up in his life that he still is just pushing on yes. and 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 still living 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 his dream and doing it so it's i'm proud of my son Congratulations, Steven. That's so exciting. My sparkle and shine goes out to an amazing burlesque legend that is actually here in San Diego, but I'd never met and got to meet and have the most amazing conversation with while I was at Viva. So, um... Another burlesque legend, Tiffany Carter, who we're going to talk about extensively later, had a lovely brunch at her home. And I was lucky enough to be able to go with Egypt. And you want to talk about being in a room full of titans, right? It was just fantastic. Like, I'm not going to do all the name dropping because I just, I don't like that. I didn't take any pictures or anything. I was in the moment and I was just loving what was happening. But... I do want to address the conversation I had with Shenandoah because it was fantastic. We were standing there talking for I don't even know how long. Oh, wow. But we were just having the best conversation. And some of the things that she said to me, which I'm going to keep to myself because, you know, those moments are golden. I just, I was just in awe of her. And she was just so lovely. And for her to take the time out to actually stand there and really converse with me. Like we had a lovely conversation. We talked about so many different things and I learned so much about her. Like some of the things that I had researched and read about her before, but it's just lovely to be able to stand there and put face to name and Mm -hmm. actually have these real live conversations with these titans of burlesque. And she was just, I can't express how lovely she was to me and how much it warmed my heart to actually stand there and be able to to chop it up with her like that it was amazing so and i'm still like feeling the glow from from that experience and from being in that place with all of those amazing people it was fantastic so thank you shenandoah for taking the time out of your day to stand there and have this conversation with a noob right like she really just embraced me in a way that i just would never have expected like, I felt like fucking Hakeem <laughs> from Coming to America. I am just so happy to be here. <laughs> here this woman is, like, literally having this deep-ass conversation with me. Like, it was great. So I'm just really happy to have met her and to have spent that quality time with her. So thank you so much, Shenandoah. It meant the world to me to, to hang out with you like that. It was awesome. <laughs> To our um, <laughs> CPS Slay Spiration. 
and the sepia inspiration, I was thinking about, I was thinking about my son and all the obstacles mm. that he had to overcome, all the obstacles in this past year my mom has overcome yeah, and me dealing with all that. Uh, yeah. and, <laughs> but you still, you still have to, you still have to go on in life. You can't just stop because, okay, dang, I don't have money to pay my, my cable bill and this and that and the other. Um, you still have to go on even if you don't have TV and internet. Yes. Okay, you still have to, you still have to go on, <laughs> right? Um, and you may just have to like eat tuna fish forever or, yeah. or peanut butter and jelly sandwiches uh, because you don't have ramen yet because you don't have enough money. But, but life still has to go on yeah. you still have to go on so the uh sepia inspiration is don't let life's obstacles prevent you from living your dream amen because we had a whole bunch of obstacles we still that's do. why we were m.i.a yeah good things and bad things but yes. we're back yes we're back yeah and again like sometimes you know Sepia likes to call me a quiet storm and um, Sepia keeps secrets. So, <laughs> and we don't talk about everything that happens in our lives, right? There's a lot of stuff that we just kind of keep to ourselves because it's really not necessary to share all that. And everybody's going through shit, like, right? Mm-hmm. We're not like the only people that go through shit. And some things it's just best to keep to yourself at the end of the day, right? Mm-hmm. Um, other people are going through their own struggles and we don't necessarily need to be putting triggering information out there into the universe sometimes. So a lot of times we don't say stuff when stuff is happening. Like we talk about things amongst ourselves, but as far as putting it out there for public consumption, it's just a choice that we've made that a lot of times we just don't do that. I do keep secrets. Yeah, we know. But anyway, shady, shady, shady. No, (laughs) but we, we do have lives and we do have trials and tribulations, but we also realize that that's just a part of the game. Right. Mm -hmm. And we always try to celebrate the moments that, are beautiful because life is going to fuck with you sometimes. It's just what you do with that information. So we choose to come from a place of celebration and joy. And that's what this whole podcast is about. But we're not always perfect. We can't always get to everything. We can't always get to everybody. Um, We do our fucking best, you know, but we do have a lot going on. And it's it's not minimizing anything else that anybody else has going on. And we mm-hmm. apologize if we have ever made anyone feel left out or if we have not gotten back to you as quickly as you would have wanted us to. Our intent was never to ignore anyone or anything like that. It's just that sometimes, you know, real shit happens. Like, and we can't always get to everyone at the time that we would want to. Trust me, we want to play with y'all. Yeah, we do. We, we were fun rather, doing this. Listen, this is the fun part. This is the celebration. Mm-hmm. We would rather the things, have... The things that just come out of our mouth that we don't even know are going to come out of our mouth and we laugh. Listen. Yes. This is therapy, mm-hmm. right? So this is how we deal with all the bullshit that's going on and keep a smile on our faces. So we don't ever want to neglect that part of our lives. But when things happen and when things come up that we have to deal with, You know, sometimes we have to take a step back and take care of ourselves. And both of us are perfectionists and we put 
a lot of pressure on ourselves to be able to do everything that we say that we're going to do and to, you know, integrity is very important to both of us. And we all want to make, we both are always just very cognizant of, you know, sticking to our word, but sometimes shit happens. And And we're both experts at not taking care of ourselves. Yes. So yes. Yeah. Then it happens where we're forced to take care of ourselves. Yes. So because the body and the mind will sit you the fuck down mm-hmm. when necessary. Really, it yep. will. And we're trying to make it so it doesn't sit our asses down permanently. So yeah, yeah. Nobody wants that. So yeah. Um. Thank you for that inspiration. That was perfect. I think we all needed to hear that. So now we're gonna move into my um. Bronze Beauties of Relax Ambassador Queen segment, the showgirl self-care segment. And I just want to put something out there for you all. Don't give life to things that don't give you life. And by that, what I mean is sometimes it's just best to let things die. Don't respond. Don't react. Don't say nothing. You know this bitch is talking about you. You know... You know, this one over here doesn't like you. You know, this one over here is trying to cause problems for you. Whatever. Let them do that. Because here's what happens. When you breathe life into those negative situations, then you get back more negative. Now, certain things do have to be addressed. But here's the question that you should ask yourself before addressing those things. Number one, if I say something to this bitch, is it really going to change the situation? Right? Or do I want to put my finger in her throat? Right. Sepia does this thing with pressure points. We're not going to do that because we don't want to implicate her in anything. But anyway, (laughs) (laughs) moving on. So also the second question you might want to ask yourself is, what effect does this person really have on my life in the long run? Right. And a lot of times I think if you ask yourself those two questions, a lot of this shit that we allow to get on our nerves becomes a non-motherfucking factor because people talking shit about you probably ain't going to change nothing. You're still going to get your gigs. You're still going to do your thing. You're still going to be you at the end of the day. Um, if somebody is affecting your reputation, nine times out of 10, that shit is going to rectify itself without you having to go into this long ass dissertation with this other person because you're not going to change their minds. If they've decided they don't like you, that doesn't really have anything to do with you nine times out of ten. That's some shit that they're dealing with. Let that shit be theirs and don't carry the burden upon yourself. And also, if it's not going to fix anything for your life or make anything better in your life, there's just no need to deal with the person or the situation. It just, it's not going to help, right? But what it does do is hinder you. Because you're taking energy that you could have used to meditate, build a costume, come up with a new act, go to class, or just be fucking happy. Mm-hmm. Y'all, like, don't let yes. these motherfuckers steal your joy. They're not worth it. And at the end of the day, and again, like, we've talked about, like, my weird-ass spirituality. I truly believe that if the universe means for you to have something then you will have it. And nobody is going to be able to take it away from you. And if they try, the universe is just going to give you something better anyway. Like, that's just the way it works. So, like, I'm from the hood. 
Straight up. And I don't respond to all that mean girl bullshit and all that shit that people be like, these little, uh, like, subliminal daggers and shit. Mm-hmm. Half the time, I don't even see that shit. So there's that. Like, I don't even pay attention. Because for me, like, like I said, I'm from the hood. So it's more like, a, is we fighting or no? Yeah. Kind of thing, right? <laughs> so unless it's, like, aggressively in my face, nine times out of ten, I don't see that shit. So if you're, like, the mean girling shit doesn't mean anything to me. And then also... Even when I do see it, again, what the fuck is it going to do to me? Nothing. You're wasting your time because I'm not going to react. I'm not going to give any life to the bullshit that you're doing. I'm going to be over here still continuing to get my hustle on. Mm -hmm. Because the truth is, at the end of the day, I don't have time to entertain that bullshit. I have a lot to do. I have a lot to work on. I have a lot of goals that I want to achieve. And that shit over there is just a distraction that I don't need. And I'm not going to welcome into my circle. I'm not going to give it life. Yeah, because like we always talk about, no one can make you read. Right. And no one can make words come out your mouth. No. So it takes practice to do that. It does. it's better for you if someone is just coming at you all crazy. Just do what you have to do to ignore them. And if you need to talk about it, talk about it with somebody that you know can hear you. Like, a lot of times when shit happens that gets on my nerves, I talk to sepia. I'm not talking to the internet about this shit. Mm -hmm. Because the internet don't know me like that. But sepia does. Yeah, and you know, I'll I'll talk to you when... Right, when Sepia feels like she needs to use the pressure take, point and the and, and people take throat, someone's breath away and take somebody's breath away, literally, she talks to me about it so mm-hmm. that she doesn't go to jail. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like we, you have, you have to have someone that you trust that you can talk to, right? About those about those kind of right. things. Um, yeah, yeah. The internet don't know you like that, and the yeah. internet's not your friend. And, you know what I mean? Yeah. And if anybody needs to call us, um, please send us a private message. I will send you my phone number. Hello. And you can call me and we can talk about this shit. Yeah. But everybody don't need to know what's going on. Yep. Even if you just want somebody to listen. You don't want anybody to say anything. I've been practicing my listening. Yeah. And we can do that. Yeah. Because we we know. We've been through some shit. Listen. And we may not have been through what you, but we know how to listen and be compassionate. Exactly. And sometimes that's all you need. Mm -hmm. And that's the last thing that the internet does is compassion. And like you said, for somebody to really hear you yes yeah just don't don't do it because it gives them the satisfaction of knowing that they affected you and nine times out of ten that's all these troll ass motherfuckers want anyway Mm -hmm. don't give it to them because then once you give them an inch they take a mile and it just keeps progressing and they keep talking shit it's a snowball like Mm -hmm. nah son don't let that shit roll down the hill step on that shit and let it melt like don't do it just nah so anyway, I clearly have had a glass of wine and I haven't eaten. So it's about to be a wild ride for the rest of the day. <laughs> Our Billy Biz of the Week is Bless Your Heart Burley. Yes. Bless Your Heart Burlesque has an Etsy store. Yes. Bless Your Heart Burlesque is located in sunny San Diego, California. And so support the arts by purchasing one of our fab items with our cute little peach logos. Because our little peach logo is... It's so cute. It's so cute. And it's so true. We do have a peach 
in every flavor yes. in our in our um, our troops. So you can purchase um, t-shirts, sweatshirts, mugs, little backpacks, tote bags, um, posters, socks, stickers, and beach towels. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I need one because you know. I want these socks. Those socks Those are Those socks are so cute. You know, <laughs> I think I'm going to order some socks for my son because my son is just out out the box. And those socks so are definitely out would, the box. He would, he would wear those socks. Yeah, I need these socks. I mm-hmm. need this hoodie. Mm-hmm. I need this tote bag. I need yep. like all like, these things. Yep, I like the, I like the um the little backpack. Yeah, that's super cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, support bless your heart burlesque. Support mm-hmm. our troop. Um, we are so proud to be peaches. Yeah. This is a way to support us and then also support our burlesque troop. Mm-hmm. And it's super cute. Yeah, it is. So cute. Now we're gonna move into our sepia stoves. <laughs> See, this is sepia sews like a mad woman. Yes, it was for real. So, in our Bless Your Heart show, which was gone but not forgotten, um, Twirl and I did California Love. Mm-hmm. So, she was Tupac with Thug Life all over her. And I was Roger, and we had a special guest yes, we did. Um, that we'll talk about later, too. Yes. Um, Blazing Gemini, who was Dr. Dre. Well, Dr. Dre was at Coachella <laughs> the weekend before the show, and Tupac was at Viva Las Vegas <laughs> the weekend before the show. So we had... A couple of days for me to get the costumes together. Um, Literally, I was finishing them the Saturday of the show. It's true. Um, And what I did, I had, I kind of was prepared. I knew what I wanted to do um, because it was the whole desert apocalypse Thunderdome Mm. theme. So I had already purchased these skirts from forever 21 Mm -hmm. that were um they were the pleather and they were like six dollars each and they already had the grommets on them so i cut those up um and made fringe for a belt for um twirlisha and i i was like trim crazy i don't know if you remember when twirl was in uh Vegas, and she was telling me to stop hoarding fabric and to get out the store because I was just in there buying all kinds of trim, and I used all that trim to make her a halter top, um, a skirt that has fringe, um, I did, I had to do um, Dre's pants so that we could take them off. I had to do my whole costume, change the cage that I have. And yeah, so the thing that saved me Mm -hmm. um, is I have insomnia. (laughs) But the thing that helped me go to sleep was Corona. So (laughs) I mean, it works every time. Yeah, so uh, and then you know... I prefer to, I prefer to sew, yeah. hand sew. So 
I did give, Twirl did help a lot. I gave her some of the stuff that was, you know, that we could glue on yeah. to do. And the, the costume. That was shade, but it's fine. No, no, you, no. No, no, just, no, it wasn't. I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't being shady. <laughs> but it was better to do it that way. Yeah, it was. Um, the glue was, the glue was yeah. hot. Yeah, and the costumes turned out They really so did. Well. They were so hot. We are, oh. Oh, my God. The costumes were amazing. Like, yes. when I tell you Sepia pulled that shit out of her ass, like, yeah. I don't even know. She came over here and she had so much stuff already mm-hmm. done. And I was like, oh, my God, we literally threw that act together in like three ish days. Right. Yeah. The choreography, the costumes, all together. So and it was awesome. It was like a concert. It was like we were in concert. It was. I know this is more into the sepia souls, but that's okay. It was like we were in. It was great. Concert. It was so much fun. And yeah, I even had Twirl came up with the idea for me for my synthesizer because I was Roger and it was. uh, It looked amazing. I know someone commented on my um, Instagram because I posted the picture. Yeah. And they put, I knew exactly who you were when I saw saw the the picture. picture. So that makes me feel good that. I, I got the, because I'm like a perfectionist. And yes. you know, I have to have, no, everything has to be yes. exactly. So the costumes look like the video. Mm-hmm. It was so hot. Sepia rigged this boy's pants so that we could pull the string and the pants would open up and like basically fall off of him. Mm-hmm. Like she rigged those pants in two days. That is a very difficult project. But she got that shit done, and it went off without a hitch. The act was fantastic. The costumes were awesome. We looked great. We had a fucking fabulous-ass time, and it's all because of you. You did that shit. We were twerking our asses. It was so fun. You know. I can't wait to get the video. When we get the video, we're going to post the video because... It was so fun. We really had a great time. Yes. (laughs) So, yeah. And CPA made that shit happen real fucking fast. Like, so ooh. try not to, if you're on a deadline, this will be the CPS sauce, okay? <laughs> <laughs> if you're on a deadline, try not to panic. I took some things out, mm-hmm. um, trim out that wasn't really necessary, and, and, it, and it worked out. But just try not to, pr- to panic and just, if you need to make adjustments to whatever your original idea is, do that because right. sometimes it comes out better yeah absolutely now we're going to go ahead and move into our glitter box we have an amazing email from our girl Juniper Jade who has just recently made a bold ass move to Phoenix and we're so excited for her that she decided to to follow her heart and move to Arizona I just spoke to her on FaceTime the other day Oh, um, she just got a new job she's like tearing it up so mm-hmm. I'm really excited for her and excited for her journey so she sent us an email about the gratitude journaling that we talked about in the showgirl self care uh, segment the last episode and she said hi ladies I also find peace in writing I started doing it more when I was depressed a couple of years ago I was so deep in it that I lay in bed all day and my then boyfriend would literally have to drag me out of bed I started meditating and following spiritual women on social media and surrounded myself with more powerful feminine energy. That's when I started journaling. At first, I'd write about everything, the negative and the positive. Just wrote down all thoughts or things that came to me during meditation. 
As time went on, I felt the need to only write what I was grateful for, the positive in my life, and what I wanted more of. I started accumulating crystals and would be called to use certain ones during journaling, then would leave the crystal out with my entry. Journaling has helped me discover how I can best manifest my desires. It pretty much got me through my depression, and I continue to write to ease anxiety. I use anything with paper as a journal but have found that I just like journaling and planners because you can set goals for your wants and needs. It feels so good when I can look back and check something off, especially when you achieve something before your due date. Right now, I'm using a planner that has motivational quotes, extra pages in the back for jotting down ideas, and it also has writing cues slash questions to ask yourself. The planner I'm using is just one I bought from an Office Depot on sale, but there's businesses that make them. The first planner I had that sparked my discovery of journaling and planners is called Passion Planner. She's a local San Diego entrepreneur whom I've discovered through the wonderful ladies I surround myself with during my depression. I joined an all-women co-working space and many of them have her planners. Check her out at www.passionplanner.com and at Passion Planner on IG. Oh, and off topic a bit. I saw her on at Passion Planners IG. I mentioned meditation in this email. Another local female entrepreneur makes these awesome meditation cushions. Her name is Stephanie Villegas and her business is sitting pretty still. She has the cushions and meditation candles. She's at sittinprettystill.com and at sittinprettystill on IG. And she's also in San Diego. Okay, well, that's it for me. Thank you, ladies, for doing all that you do. I love you. Keep shining because you fucking deserve it. So much fucking juicy, yummy love, Juniper Jade. Yay! Yay! We miss you, Juniper Jade. I'm so excited that I'll be going to Arizona in August because then Mm -hmm. I get to hang out with her. We miss you, girl. And if whenever you decide you want to come back and visit in San Diego, my door is always open. You can always sleep over. Yeah. Um, Yeah, because we just love you. Um, so yeah, thank you for this. And thank you for the suggestion for the planner and for the meditation cushion. It's funny that you bring the meditation cushion mm-hmm. up because I was actually looking for a new meditation cushion. So I'm definitely going to hit this young lady up and um, at sitting pretty still and see what she's got going on. And I just would love to hear from anyone else who is continuing to do uh, gratitude journaling or if it has had any impact on your life. Would love to hear more from you all on that subject. And then pretty much on anything, um, you know, get the glitter box ramped up. We need some more letters. We need more feedback from you guys. We miss hearing from you. We miss our dinner guests. So we're definitely looking forward to hearing more from you in the future. We also want to give a couple of shout outs to um, the folks that have sent us some love on SoundCloud. Ms. On Guard left a comment on um, episode 24, the Gratitude is the Attitude episode. Um, And it said, this episode really made me smile. Keep up all the great work. Thank you for putting in all the time and hard work to come up with a new show each week. Um, So thank you for that. Uh, She just had a performance recently. She was in the LA Burlesque Legends show. Oh, okay. Um, She looked beautiful. I saw the picture. She looked fantastic. So thank you so much for for shouting us out and taking the time to leave a comment. As we stated before, anytime someone takes the time out to leave a comment, it's really helpful for us. It boosts our algorithm and just really helps the podcast. So 
you know, if you can't support us monetarily, because not everybody has it like that, we totally understand. If you could leave us a comment or a five-star review on iTunes, we'd be super appreciative. Also, we love the likes. So Tanisha Nicole and Trish the Dish left us like a gazillion likes. Mm -hmm. Um, We're so excited because Trish is now a peach. peach. Yes. Yes. Trish is a member. Bless your heart burlesque. Yes. We're so happy. Yes. So welcome to the family, Trish. We love you. And thank you so much for listening to the podcast and for supporting Mm -hmm. us the way that you do. We definitely feel the love. Yep. And um, at a rehearsal, at at our dress rehearsal, and the pot that gratitude attitude episode just had dropped. Yeah. And so Trish was really worried because this was going to be her first San Diego appearance since, you know, just slaying the shit out of cancer. Right. And she, <laughs> you know, messaged me because she was, you know, really nervous about going. Um, and this would be her audition. Right. And so, but she said that she had listened to the podcast and the podcast really helped her. Wow. And so, um, thank you. Thank you, Trish, for always listening. And I'm glad that, you know, we could, we could help you. We're just so excited. Anytime we hear anybody say that our podcast has in any way helped them mm-hmm. because it, it helps us so much. So when we hear feedback from other people that the podcast has also helped them, it just warms our little hearts. It looks here that we've gotten another five-star review also on iTunes, but the person didn't leave a comment, so I can't see who it is. But whoever just gave us another five-star Rating on iTunes, we love you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. And also to all of our international listeners. Wow. Like, mm-hmm. we are really international traveling showgirls. I know. With fans. Right. With, How do we do that? I don't know. <laughs> like, we travel across the airwaves and people mm-hmm. listen to us in other countries. So thank you all for that. And um, if you are listening in another country, send us a letter. Like, yeah, let us, We like, want to know more about you. Yeah. How you found our our podcast and you know and we just want to include more international burlesque stuff on the show so talk Mm -hmm. to us about the scene where you are like we're excited to talk to you so yeah now we will go ahead and move into our adesiast facts and this week i'm gonna do adesiast facts it's normally sepia's segment but I had the lovely honor and privilege of meeting Miss Tiffany Carter, hanging out with her at Viva Las Vegas, and then also got to go to brunch at her house, which was amazing. And um, even before I met her, Egypt had given me an assignment to write about burlesque legends. And I had chosen Tiffany as one of the legends that I was going to walk, that I was going to write about before I'd even met her. So get, being able to like meet her and tie it all together was like amazing, yeah. right? So Tiffany Carter studied tap, ballet, and modern jazz as a child and knew early on that she wanted to be a dancer. Initially, she wanted to be a Las Vegas showgirl, but unfortunately, she didn't meet the height requirements. So she started to explore other options. She began her career at the famous Pink Pussycat as a go-go dancer in the 1960s. She got the name Tiffany Carter after a Hollywood agent told her she needed a more glamorous name if she wanted to do burlesque and suggested Tiffany. She was just Tiffany until she got a gig as a headliner at the world famous two o'clock lounge in Boston, Massachusetts, and they insisted she have a second name. 
They billed her as Tiffany Carter. When she asked why, they said it was because she looked Irish. And it stuck. (laughs) Ironically, Angel Carter became a close friend and mentor to Tiffany in the years that followed. Tiffany Carter did not consider herself a burlesque performer. She considered herself a stripper that performed burlesque. No matter how you categorize her, she became a performer in very high demand, touring globally, and later became a fixture in the Las Vegas showgirl scene. She was crowned Miss Nude Universe in 1975. She retired in 1989, but gleefully returned to perform at Beehoff in 2008 to an uproarious response. Tiffany is still performing and teaching workshops featuring chair work, floor work, posing for photography, etc. She is not only a legend, but also a mother, wife, and grandmother. I had so much fun with this woman. Like, literally. Like, it just made my day. And the way that I met her was so random. Like, I went into burlesque bingo. And a friend of mine was saving a seat for me. And I went and I sat down. And she was like, you know who's sitting next to you, right? And then I looked over. And there was Tiffany Carter sitting right (laughs) next to me. I was like, oh, my God. So I was helping her. Like, we were playing our bingo Mm -hmm, cards mm -hmm. together. And that's how we kind of got to talking. And for the rest of the weekend, I was just having a blast with her. Like, so many shenanigans and fun times, just laughter. Like, she's just amazing. And I just, she just hugged me, and I felt like, I don't know, I just felt like she just, her energy is just lovely. And I just, I had a great time with her. So, yeah, I'm just so glad that I got to meet her. So, thank you, Tiffany. And, yeah, these living legends, these living burlesque legends. They are something else. Okay. Okay. Oh, my Um, God. So fun. Our PhD in Slayology is Miss Viva Las Vegas yes. 2018, the Foxy Lexi. Yes. yes! She's got the class of the crown, the baddest curves in town. She's sexy, sassy, and bad to the brown. Ladies and gentlemen, the Foxy Lexi Brown. Prepare to fall in love with Foxy Lexi. Beautiful bombshell of Montreal is the optimum of elegance and sensuality. The Foxy Lexi and its ebony charms have pardoned the boards of many bars and theaters internationally and performed with several burlesque icons such as Roxy Delight and Diva Vantese. Published several times, this modern pinup has a very unique and versatile style that goes from the classic pinup burlesque to the femme fatale and the dominatrix in latex dress. Lush performances claimed rooms with its cruel curves and mesmerizing looks certainly give you heat. Now based in Quebec City, she introduced a high-level flamboyant burlesque and is established as the figurehead of burlesque in the old capital where she organizes parties and sexy events for all offering an original and luxury entertainment that transport you to her colorful world. Woo! Yes. yes. Now, Twirl can tell you more about okay, her performance. So, she teched right after we did. Mm-hmm. And I had never met her or seen her in person before. Her tech slayed the fuck out of my life, okay? Like, 
I was like, oh my God, when I saw the tech, okay? Mm-hmm. When I was sitting in my seat watching the actual show and she came out on that stage with that red fringe on, when I tell you she tore that stage the fuck up, I'm getting goosebumps right now thinking about the performance, okay? Like I, that left an indelible mark on my spirit and I will never forget seeing, she commanded that stage. The audience belonged to her. Like when I tell you she had us all on the edge of our seats, she just owned it. I don't know what to say. Like, I don't know how to explain what happened, but her stage, she cast a spell on the whole audience. Everybody went up for her. It was so fantastic to see her, her smile, her confidence, her movement, that costume, the way, like, that's a big ass song too, mm-hmm. right? It's um, the, the, I can't remember the name. It's from Chicago. Um, the mama song. Yeah. The one, uh, Queen Latifah, Latifah sings in the, in the, the reprise. Anyway, the point is it's a big song, right? Like it's got a lot going on in it, but let me tell you, she nailed that bitch to the floor. All right. Like, I just could not even deal with how fantastic she was. Now, also, please note that everybody in that show was phenomenal. I don't know how the judges figured out what to do. But I don't think that there was anybody in that audience that that was unaffected by 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 Lexi. I just, I could not, I could not get over her. Like I was just so blown away by her performance. Like she, she took me to another place. She really did. And I will forever be grateful that I got to see that because she fucking nailed it. She really did. Everybody there was impressive. I don't know what, like I said, I don't know what she did, but I'm just going to tell you, it just had an effect on me that I, that nothing else has ever had on me she was amazing so thank you yeah. foxy lexi you are a phenomenon absolutely yeah. and congratulations yes because you deserve girl you tore that stage the fuck down here we go yes motherfucking oh you thought Because there's a bunch of fucking black masculine folk running around acting stupid and being disrespectful to black femmes. And I have really fucking had it. And also just being disrespectful to blackness in general. And I'm going to need y'all to get it the fuck together. All right. This is going to be a collective read. All right. Mm -hmm. So we want to talk to fucking Bill Cosby, Nas, Kanye. And all these hotep motherfuckers that think it's okay to support these assholes, okay? These folks are abusers, um, and they need to be stopped. And I put Kanye in there with them because Kanye is being abusive ver- like by trolling blackness in general and by trolling yes, history yes. and disrespecting our culture. Yes. And to me, that is abusive and triggering. So that's why mm-hmm. I'm putting him in the pile, all right? And I'm really just tired of all these tired ass motherfuckers online making excuses for their behavior. Okay, because. Oh, you forgot R. Kelly. Oh, and R. Kelly. Okay, the aura. 
Can we not with him? Can we stop buying his concert tickets? Can we stop playing his music on the radio? Because we've known he's been a pedophile. Listen. All his career. And a kidnapper. Yes. Okay. We've known that. We've known that. So why are we still making excuses for people like this? And why are we still supporting them? It needs to stop. Khalees said that Nas abused her. I believe her. I'm tired of people jumping out of the woodwork and talking shit about femmes when we say that these things happen to us. Nobody's getting rich and famous off of these accusations, okay? Nobody is trying to tear anybody down. If motherfuckers don't want to be torn down, then maybe they shouldn't fucking sexually assault people. And keep your hands up for people. Okay? And maybe you should keep your fucking mouth shut. Yes. That would help too. All right? So nobody's trying to take anybody down. Nobody's trying to steal anybody's legacy. Everybody here is the fuck wrong. Okay? And if you do some shit to somebody that you're not supposed to do, then you deserve to suffer the consequences. I don't give a fuck what color you are. Okay? All these Bill Cosby apologists, they ain't trying to take a black man down. No. Bill took himself down the moment he decided to put some quaaludes in somebody's fucking drink because he wanted the fuck. And I don't give a fuck what those, what those women's motivation for going to his room was. And none of us were there and it's not any of our business. And even if they were going up there to fuck, which is their business too, guess what? When he decided to drug them, he took all the consent and all the choice away. So all of that shit becomes a mute motherfucking point. Also, he admitted that shit. So I'm really trying to figure out how the fuck any of you motherfuckers have wrapped your mind around defending him. He should go to jail. He should have been in jail. And the only reason why he ever got in with any of this is because he had special black privilege. Which is why Kanye is running his fucking mouth. Special black privilege. And pretending that our whole history in this country doesn't exist. And that colonialism and fucking enslavement was a choice. Bitch, no. That's not how any of this works. Shut the fuck up, Kanye. I'm done. For now. I'm sorry. I went slam off. I'm just you, so tired. You did. I'm, I'm just... You know, all this stuff just makes you numb. Yes, it does. And especially with black men want black women to come and be there. We got your bag. Right. We got you. But then they'll turn around. Oh, well, no. Well, she was a hoe. So because she had, she was in there. Right. She had this on. Da, 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 so she was a hoe. They're not, they're not coming. They're not coming for us. Right. They're now, not protecting us, but they want us, us to protect them. Now, I'm, 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 I'm just, <laughs> I have no words. I have no words. And I just also would like to understand how, like, you are all, like, I hear all this vitriol about us being hoes and all this whatever, whatever. What I'm trying to figure out is how being a hoe or whatever the fuck you want to say we are is harmful to anyone, right? Be, us, whatever, showing our ass on Instagram, sucking dick, doing whatever the fuck we want to do, fucking whomever we want to fuck whenever we get the fuck ready because, see, we're only allowed to be hypersexual if it's for your gaze or for your convenience. Mm -hmm. But if we decide to just be free-ass people and it's not even hypersexual, we're just being us. Mm -hmm. Like, we're just being human beings. But when we decide to be people and we decide to celebrate ourselves and celebrate our bodies, like, you know, somebody like Cardi B or whatever, then we're ratchet, we're hoes, we're all this or whatever. But... I want to know who's being hurt by that. 
Yep. And they weren't saying that when they were in that strip club giving her money right. that they paid to get into there and they and they're making it rain. But that's for their consumption, so yes. it's okay. Right. Yes. But now that she's doing it on her terms and profiting from it, now somebody mm-hmm. has a problem. Mm-hmm. But see, there nobody is being hurt by that. But when fucking R. Kelly kidnaps these little girls, when Nas beats the shit out of Khalees, when fucking uh Bill Cosby puts Quaaludes in somebody's drink and when Kanye runs his mouth about stupid shit, that is harmful and hurtful to people. Mm -hmm. All right? Like, you don't get to tell us that you're victimized by us having agency over our sexuality because that's not how any of this works. But there are people that are victimized by folks when they commit these abusive acts. And like I said, the reason why I'm putting Kanye in this boat with these same people is because I feel like he's abusing all of us with this bullshit. Mm-hmm. And this is the last thing we need right now. Exactly. Exactly. Like, you with your stupid ass Trump hat on and you, and you don't even see everyone jumping that ship, but you're you're fighting to get on that ship and you're not even your mother would be so ashamed of you listen because you are disgracing her legacy your ancestors legacy yes and no one's saying that you didn't earn your being a celebrity you 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 did yeah but and and so unfortunately that does come with some other things that you know you're in the limelight so you some things you don't you don't say right and you're you're disgracing all your ancestors by saying, "Oh, well, they had a choice to be slaves." Are you a fucking fool? Well, Twitter well, took care of him. Yeah, like, Twitter went off, and I live yes, for it. But yes. I just I'm wanna, have to have some wine now. Okay. I just want to understand where he gets this shit from, like because how do you go from like talk after like was it after Katrina? Yes, when he was like, George Bush doesn't care about black people. How do you go from being so super black and being and having this understanding of this to, to now be like whatever the fuck happened to Ben Carson? Because Ben Carson was not always this way. He had a lobotomy. I'm telling you right now. Listen, when Jordan Peele told us that Get Out was a documentary, he was not fucking lying. Listen, these motherfuckers are out here wiping people's minds. Mm-hmm. or something I don't know and you know it's like I want to believe this is my naivete and this is my desire to believe that these folks are better than this but maybe they just really fucking aren't mm. you know maybe they're just completely broken by whatever the yeah. fucking patriarchal white supremacist yeah. world we live in that they figure if you can't beat them join them yeah. kind of thing and because they have money they have access to that shit Yep, and just totally selfish yeah it's whatever they want to get out of it and they don't care about anybody else. And what that effect has on other people. Mm -hmm. Like, I was floored. And I want to feel... I want to have empathy for Kanye because I really feel like that his mental health is compromised. But here's the thing. This is why I can't fuck with that argument because if we're going to talk about mental health being an issue, there are a lot of people who have mental health issues. It's the same thing. when people go and fucking shoot up places and say that the person Mm -hmm. was mentally ill, no, you being mentally ill doesn't have anything to do with you being fucking ignorant. Exactly. Cause that was ignorance Mm -hmm. and you can be mentally ill and not be violent. Right. So it's the same thing. So I just really, it's, it's difficult. Like I, 
I can't fuck with you no more, Kanye. No. You don't really, I can't. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't get to come back from this. Like, I hate to cancel people, but Kanye is canceled. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Yep. Like, go over there with the Kardashians. You're raising a... You're raising black kids, Kanye. I don't give a fuck what Kim told you. Them kids is black. Mm-hmm. You're raising black children, Kanye. Is that what you're going to tell them? Like, that's terrible. I don't even know what to say. Like, I don't even, I don't even, I mean, well, you married cultural appropriation personified. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to say. It's, it's really frightening. I just, it's scary. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna need for people to leave us alone though. Let black femmes do black femmes. And if you don't like us, then just stay the fuck away from us. Okay? We didn't come mm-hmm. for, like listen, don't come for us. We didn't send for you. And Mind your business. And even you regular black men in our lives, yeah. don't don't say, oh well, if you were my woman, though, you wouldn't be doing burlesque. Uh, mm, mm-hmm. That's why you're not. Don't, don't, don't. Don't try to control what we do. That shit is over. Mm-hmm. Your time is up. We're going to do what the fuck we want when we get ready. And what you need to do is just get on the train mm-hmm. and fucking join us because we're brilliant. We're mm-hmm. awesome. You want some pussy. I don't and, know and, why and, you're acting like this. And enjoy like this. that motherfucking ride. Listen. Exactly. Okay. I don't know why you're acting like this. I know. It's crazy to me. I don't know. Whatever. You're fucking up your own shit, okay? Mm-hmm. And you're blocking your own blessings. Stop this shit. Because mm-hmm. that hotep shit is not going to get you anywhere. But a dry dick and an ashy-ass personality that mm-hmm. no one wants. So, mm-hmm. stop this. Do you like us? Do you love us? Do, do you, you want, want more, more of us? us? You know you do. And we know how you can help us continue serving up all this hot, burly goodness every week. Because we cannot slay on glitter and rhinestones alone. Please visit our Patreon page at www.patreon.com backslash showgirl Sunday dinner if you want to donate monthly. You can support the SGSD crew for only $2 per month. We also accept donations via PayPal at www.paypal.me backslash showgirl Sunday dinner. Please donate to the Sparkle and Shine Fund today. We appreciate all your love and support. Body rolls! (laughs) (laughs) Now we're going to move into our Dine and Dish segment. And, um, you know, we're just basically here to explain to you where the fuck we've been at and kind of talk to you about all the shit that what yeah. happened was <laughs> uh, why we've been missing in action right uh, <laughs> what happened was where do we want to start <laughs> I don't know so you came back I, from Vancouver I came back from Vancouver on I think like the 9th of April yeah then I had a show on the 14th of April at Flaunt Burlesque yes. um a different number <laughs> that I had to I did my Borg number a different number and in between there you know I had to come back I had to fire a caregiver and not try to apply pressure nicely to her throat um (laughs) prepare three numbers for the bless your heart show on the 28th Mm -hmm. um and one of them 
Did I have costumes for all? No, I had cost one costume. One act was done. Yeah, because I did. It was the, the Gone but Not Forgotten show, so I did my Donna Summer. So right. I just needed to, to, you know, make sure all the costume pieces were there. But for the California Love and for the Bless Your Heart Peach Number, mm-hmm. um, I had to learn all the choreography for the Bless Your Heart Peach Number. Get my costume stuff for that together. Yes. Um, figure out, you know, cause there was like a week in there where Twirl and I couldn't get together because she's preparing to go to Viva yes. and, and going to school and I'm dealing with <laughs> caregiver stuff and yeah, yeah, it was a wild world win. Um, yeah. So. And trying to get and trying to get twirl ready for Viva, Jesus you know. Christ. So yeah. it was a community burlesque family thing. We got her so that she was suited and booted. Yes, uh, <laughs> I've so many clothes, yes, guys. Thank yes, you so much. She looked fabulous, 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 fabulous. My um, fucking bless your heart, burlesque sisters came through. Miss Hell gave me so many things mm-hmm. to wear. Like y'all just and then see, listen. I don't know if y'all saw the dress that I wore for the brunch that Sepia sewed for me. It's on our, it's on the Showgirl Sunday Dinner Instagram. It has the most likes of any picture I've ever been featured in. <laughs> um, but Sepia made this dress, okay? This picture now, wait, this is not the right number. I'm looking, this is wrong. This picture has hundreds of likes. I don't even know how it happened, but... um. She made this dress and I wore it while I was there. And it was a stretch liker dress. It was so comfortable. I had a slit. The back was low. It laced up in the back. And it was just the cutest dress. And everybody fucking yeah, that's not the number. loved it. And yeah, I don't know what happened there. Everyone loved it. It was just a joy to wear. And um, I'm trying to get sepia to 671 people. Wow. <laughs> I don't even know what that looks like. Like, I don't even know how that happened. Like, 671 people liked the picture of this dress that sepia made for me. So I really just want you all to go over to our Instagram and check out this dress. I'm trying to get Sepia to start a line called Sepia Sews and like make these dresses for people because they're amazing. And there were a few people that at Viva that were like, I want that dress. Well, so you I might can, be getting some commissions. Well, I don't know. if I can get one, I'm going to make one for me, my animal print. I'm going to make it like yes, that. I think um, you should. For, for um, that four letter word place. Yeah. yeah. Um, B-Hop. Burlesque Hall of Fame. Yes, you're dancing there. Okay. Um. Yeah. See, that's the other thing too that yeah. has had yeah. me like. Yeah. Uh, see, you can't even say all, it. All. Um. Yeah, because I'm in the movers, shakers, and innovator showcase. Yeah. Yeah, you are. Um, so yeah, that has me like, I can't even speak. <laughs> um, you deserve, I'm fucking excited because I'm now going to be hot yes. bitches. Um, we're going <laughs> to, oh, we're going to be there together. Yes, we're going to be a mess. Yes. I'm yes. so excited. Mm. This is the first time we get to be traveling showgirls together. I know, I know. Oh, and 
Oh, we'll talk about that later. We'll get to that. We'll yeah. get to that. But, but yeah, we'll yeah. be traveling showgirls together. It's gonna be we're so gonna drive lit. up. We're gonna go early. Um, we're gonna stay at my friend's house, and um, she's gonna whip us, make us all fabulous. It's gonna, and, it's gonna be great. Um, I'm so excited. Yeah, it's going to be. <sighs> it's gonna be a legendary weekend. Yeah, for that that four letter. Thing. Egypt is competing. Yes. So I'm so excited that mm-hmm. I can be there and support her and help her in any way that she needs while you know she's there getting her mm-hmm. getting herself together to compete. This is gonna be an amazing weekend. So yeah. Yep, and we're rooming with the fabulous Eva Mae Garnett. So oh my the God. shenanigans. Our room is gonna be so lit. Yes, I'm our so room is gonna be We're so excited we can't sleep. That, well, also can't sleep because Yes, in school. Anyway, yeah, yeah. So while I was at Viva, I had an amazing time. I got to being backstage at a competition like that is just—it's an amazing experience. And I don't know if I'll ever be on that stage again. And I just—the emotion that washes over me when I think about the fact that I was allowed. to have that privilege and that opportunity. It, like it chokes me up when I think about it sometimes. So I'm just so grateful to Egypt for trusting me. I'm so grateful to Simone Del Mar and Candy Applebottom for being there. And we just had a fantastic time. Um, the process of getting that ready and getting it together, so professional. Um, I did have a major fuck up. We had to move rooms because... We found a bed bug in our whatever. We had to move rooms. I'm not going to get into that whole big ass story, but I forgot to bring one of the costume pieces down for my costume and I was having a fit over it. But Egypt was so, I was like, Egypt's going to kill me. She was so forgiving or whatever. And it just really allowed me to go out on the stage and do what I needed to do. The audience was so welcoming to us. Afterwards, people were so lovely. Like, nobody knows who the fuck I am. I'm some random fucking chick on the stage with Egypt, right? <laughs> nobody knows me. But everyone was so nice. And everybody was just, like, so supportive and said that the, the, the show, went, like, our, our dance or whatever was amazing. Our performance was awesome. And it was just so great to get that kind of feedback. Like, Raquel Reed liked our performance fucking Varla LaVoom posted us like media no- like all these big ass people Frankie Fictitious was like you guys were amazing and I'm just standing there like fucking royalty like literal like queens of burlesque like just cause you are but you are a queen of burlesque they saw, they saw me and they were nice to me and I just I don't even have words like I'm so excited and i have so much gratitude thank y'all you know what i love synchronized swimming that's like my favorite thing to watch (laughs) right it is is. but what was is my new favorite thing is the synchronized hair flip of the century oh my god that was so so sexy and every little strand went at the same time it was oh i was dying Listen, watching it the glitter goddesses were with yes, us on that stage yes and i'm like i'm 
mean, even every part of their neck, you saw it like go all the little vertebrae go down and up at the same. It was, it was like, yeah, the hair thing, the hair flip of the center. That shit just went off without a hitch. Yes, it was. Oh, oh. Yes, I yes. think it was all of our favorite part of the dance. Yeah, like, so honestly, that's why. Yeah, I think we were just so excited uh-huh. to do it and to have everybody see us do it. It was just, I don't know, it was in fun. The, in the Egypt is such a genius with her song choices yes. that she puts together because those two songs, and I'm so glad someone did in Vogue yes. Free Your Mind, yes. and I got it. Yeah, <laughs> I got it. It was a perfect song for that event. Yes, um, and and just the the mysteriousness, uh, my own little words. Yes, uh, of 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 the first song and the hair. Oh my god! And then the Michael Jackson come together. Yes, and they, what? Like seriously. The music was genius, and yes. me hearing the mix, I was like, "This is awesome!" But the way the crowd reacted yes. to the music, mm-hmm. she really is a genius. She like, is. They were going crazy. Mm-hmm. I and can't wait to see the whole thing. And I normally like I I notice the audience and I interact with the audience, mm-hmm. but I almost lost myself for a few seconds a couple of times because I was so shocked at their reaction. Mm-hmm. I was just like. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm, a, I'm up here. Are they like that for us? Oh my God. Like I was just, I could not, the, yeah. it was a packed house. That stage See. is just fantastic to be on. And there's so much room on the stage. You can really, like when I tell you, like strutting across that stage feels amazing. Cause you have, there's, you got somewhere to go. Like, right? So it's just like so much strutting and I just felt so good being up there with them. Mm-hmm. I just had so much yeah. fun. And just, I'm up there having the time of my life and witnessing the audience go off. I'm like, I'm over here having the best time ever mm-hmm. and y'all are just that, having a ball, watching yeah. us have a ball. It was just fantastic. Yeah, I can't, that's I can't, such I can't. a like amazing feeling when you see the audience just... You see the joy that the they audience is getting. So and, then, happy. and then you realize, hey, wait a minute. I'm, in I'm the one. I'm, I'm here. Oh, they're looking at me. I have a little bit of a little part of this. Yes. Wow. Yes. Yes. But then to come home and have all these exams or whatever, which I got A's on my exams. I turned yes. in a paper. I was doing homework in the car on the way to Vegas. Like I turned in two assignments on like on my literally, I had the fucking the, the Wi-Fi connected to my computer on the phone and I was turning in assignments and my GPA still lives. I don't know. After this week, the good Lord, I have a lot to do, but then to come home and to jump right into the burle- bless your heart burlesque show and be back home with my family and have to completely switch gears. Like I was doing a brand new act that I'd never done before. Um, I do two. Did two. <laughs> Three, actually, because I've never done the girls act. But we had been rehearsing We had been rehearsing that. So that didn't feel as scary. The California Love Act, I just trusted that we were going to go out there and nail it. And it was going to be awesome. Mm -hmm. And it was. I was just really nervous for my solo because I hadn't rehearsed it as much as I would have liked. I was dancing in, like, these super fucking high bedazzled shoes that I bought at Goodwill. 
that's another story. Yes. Um, but the shoes were awesome. I love them. And I had been practicing in them, but I had a bench. I had a corset. I had oh, all my. of the, this big ass skirt. Like I had all of these elements because here I am trying to be ambitious and create mm-hmm. this new awesome act. And I love that song by Nirvana. So. And it all came together. Yeah. Beautifully. I mean, besides my shoe breaking in the mm-hmm. middle of the act. That's fine. I still survived. No one even knew. Mm-hmm. Like the whole side of this, the whole side strap of my shoe completely came off. So my shoe was barely on my foot anymore, but I still finished it. Had a little wobble, but I recovered very well and I finished it and it went over very well. Like, yes, it did. I want to say this. I was pretty happy with, and that's with my performance. And, and that's huge for me to say that, but I was pretty happy with it. Yep, we're backstage behind the curtain and we're laying down so we could peek under to watch it. And there was a lot of guest photographers yes. there. And when she's performing, all we're hearing is click, 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 click the paparazzi. <laughs> At our show. <laughs> Listen, we had so many photographers. Yes, and all you could hear was click, 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 click. And they were all so good. Mm-hmm. Like, were. we really had some yes, awesome photographers. Yes. This was an awesome it show. It was a great show. Mm-hmm. And just the synergy of the show. Mm-hmm. Blaze and Gemini joining us on stage. We love you. We we, we do. We gonna leave you alone now. We yeah. know. We so, understand. Blaze and Gemini is a Glitter Tribe student, and he did his first uh, burlesque performance, um, wasn't it February? Yes. In February, and he did one of, he was in Coco Lemur's um, uh, beginning burlesque class, Mm -hmm. and he had a corset, tights, everything that the other... Uh, performers had on, yeah. he had on, he, his legs, his lines, yes. everything. And that was, ass though. And, and that <laughs> ass, that ass though, his smile, everything was beautiful. He killed it. Then, yep. he went to Sky Masters and was just his hip hop number and served you up like he was born in the hip-hop generation he was hip-hop listen it was beyonce in the first number Mm -hmm. then he came out and gave us ursher yep and you notice she said ursher i said what i said yep but he really nailed it yes he he nailed it so we knew we were we were struggling. We were like, okay, we're gonna do this, but we need a Dre. Yes. We need a Dre and it would be perfect if it was a man. Yeah. Because then he would be the person who was alive, alive and right. we would be the ones who, you know had passed on. Had passed on. So we uh one of our kittens is his friend Raven. Thank you, Raven. Yes. For talking him. Yes. yes. Cause we had to do a lot of talking, okay? Yes. And so she talked him into doing it. And um, so I met with him once before he went to Coachella. Mm -hmm. And um, Crystal went, oh, and the other thing, we didn't just perform it. We lip synced it. Yep, we lip synced it. Yeah. So he had to learn the words. We all had to learn the words, right? And remember to keep 
doing the hardest part for me was remembering to keep uh, lip syncing while we're down on the ground twerking yes. and stuff yeah. and on the chorus. But he, we came back. He got all the stuff that I told him. Um, this is this is how how while the stuff is like while we were MIA. Yeah. So we were supposed to have a rehearsal that Wednesday before the show, and my mom. Oh my god! I know we're digressing a little. My oh, mom. This is why we were MIA? Yeah, my mom. Um, the caregiver was taking. She needed to go to the bathroom, so the care. She was going downstairs so she could um go to the bathroom, and we're like, okay, well, she could just stay down there. It's almost time for her to go to mm-hmm. bed, and I'll just bring her food down there because I was eating dinner with her. Well. She thought she was going to bed and she wasn't ready to go to bed, even though when I was young, I never knew it was dark. So, so the caregiver, she was sitting on the, on the bed and cause she, she just had like a sweater and her shirt on and underwear because she didn't want to put her nightgown on. So the caregiver came out the room to get me and I was in the hallway once she stepped out the door, mm-hmm. my mom got up off the um the bed without her walker because she was going to walk on out of this place and took her a few steps, fell, hit her head on one of the knobs on the dresser and yeah. cut it. She ended up getting six tickets. So we run in there and she's like, you push me down. You two push me down. Um. We weren't even here. <laughs> we, were, we weren't even in the oh room. We weren't even in the room, right? And so I, my plan was, okay, when I finished eating with her, then I was going to rehearse with Blaze and, and Twilicia and start to get these costumes together. So I didn't end up. So we had to call the ambulance. The ambulance came. Um, uh, we took her to, you know, the... Um, to the hospital my dad rode with her in the ambulance because i couldn't have him drive because then there'll be somebody else that i have to have at the hospital right. right um so we're there and i know she's okay because she's being sassy she's flirting with the male nurses um flirting with the doctor with my dad in there because see there's some stuff if we ask her to do she won't do it they ask her well pick up your leg can you do she picked up her leg and then she started talking about whoa well something well why am i here so we tell her okay well you were welcome oh well i guess i shouldn't have did that i guess i'm done with her and i'm like wait a minute no, you shouldn't have done it. Oh, well, are they going to hurry up? You know, and then she was getting impatient um, with them. And and she was playing the doctor. When the doctor came in to do the stitches, the, um, <laughs> the needle wasn't even close to her. And she jumped, oh, right? And then started laughing. Your mom. She, yes, she was, she was, yeah, she was playing. She so, was acting up. Yeah, so after that, um, while I'm waiting for them to wheel her out, I'm talking to Twilicia and, and, Bla- uh, and um, Blaze, and they're giving me the notes of the choreography that what we're going to do. Okay, we're going to do this, we're going to do this, da, 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 right? And I'm like, okay, okay, okay. So... I think what the next day we had like a stitching bitch. So yeah. at the stitching bitch, 
we rehearsed yeah. <laughs> our California love. We got all of our stuff with our Bless Your Heart number yep. because the peaches were there. Yes. And we had to fix we our reha- tool skirts. We had to fix our tool skirts. We rehearsed that. Yes. And, and then we rehearsed. Um, so we only had two rehearsals together. Yeah. So that Saturday morning, we rehearsed at the at the studio and we're like okay well this is what it's gonna be yeah because the other rehearsal our costumes weren't finished i didn't finish everything on the costumes till saturday yeah so yeah that was that week (laughs) so it was crazy but and you know then twirl trying to finish her costume yes for you know which her costume is simply gorgeous. I tried really hard. She did a wonderful job of just the the idea of the costume and how it plays into her song and it's it's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. I tried really hard. Mm-hmm. And I you know, I did first of all, I just want to say that I fucking sewed a zipper into a corset. Yes, she did, and I am so proud of her. I did that myself, mm-hmm. okay? I am proud of myself. Now, was there glue involved in this costume? Absolutely. But I sewed a whole-ass zipper. Yes. And I you're, just, you're, I just, in, you're in the glue that. group, so. Monet Hassidi yes. <laughs> started a, glue, a fucking glue group. A glue costuming group, and I love her. And I don't know why she let Sepia's troll sewing ass in, but whatever, she did. She's a fucking double agent, Monet. Don't let her in. She's a troll, and she's shady AF. She's an entire fucking whole sequoia tree forest of shade, and she's going to talk about us. No, I'm not. <laughs> Monet likes me. We love Monet. Monet! Oh my god! Oh yes, Monet, and we are so excited about you being in two burlesque festivals. Yes, yes, because you fucking deserve. Yes, yes. Yes. I don't know what all those people were thinking about. Who Who cares? Yeah, but you were in. Listen, two. But Prince told us, "Don't let the elevator." Break you down. Exactly. Oh no. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Listen, you're going. And we're yep. excited. Yes, we're yes, so yes. Happy we are. You. We are excited. Did anything else happen? Um. Okay, let's see. We did we talk We did. We okay, talked we talked about our, our girls. Yeah. Oh, we didn't talk about our Oh. We didn't even talk about the show oh, shit. yet. Oh Lord. Um. <sighs> If you haven't, if you're in San Diego and you haven't been to a Bless Your Heart show, I don't know what the fuck is wrong with you. I don't know what you're doing with your life. Because when it says there's a peach in every flavor, there's a peach in every flavor, every shade, every size, every dance style, every uh, genre of music. Everything that you can think of. Every age. Every age. Yes, yes. We have the spectrum of ages. Um, and we're still trying to get, you know, I don't know if we're going to be able to, but we're still trying to get a uh, blaze, but I don't think so. 
We're gonna leave Blaze alone. We're gonna leave. We're gonna let Blaze marinate. Okay. I'm gonna try. No, we're gonna leave mm-hmm. him alone. He yep. needs a moment. Yep. But we love you. But 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 Blaze. Okay. Yeah, we're digressing again because Blaze was Dr. Dre. When I say he was like the quintessential professional, he learned that choreography like that. Okay. He had his lip sync shit together. He let us put whatever we... He had his costume shit. He was ready to go, okay? Mm-hmm. He was a dream to work with. Yes, It was he an was. honor. He, like, I, he mm-hmm. was just a dream to work with. He was... He came here for the stitching, bitch. He hung out with us. Mm-hmm. We laughed. We talked. We drank. We ate pizza. Mm-hmm. We had so much fun. Yes. Like, he was just a yes. part of the family. Like, right mm-hmm. away, I instantaneously felt a connection with him. Mm-hmm. And I trusted him completely. And that doesn't happen all the time yeah. when you perform with people. Yeah, because- but he really just fell in with us, like, so seamlessly. It was... It was fantastic. Yeah, because this was our first Showgirl Sunday dinner number. Yes. Together. Yes. And yeah, and and this was our first lip sync number. Yes. Because yeah. I've never lip synced. I mean, I have in other things, yeah. but like not with a group of people. Like yeah. this was just a lot of firsts. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and yeah. our first black as fuck number. Yeah. That we did together. <laughs> yes. No, but there were a lot of like, there was a lot of, we had a lot of personal desire for mm-hmm. this act to go well for a bunch mm-hmm. of different reasons. And he literally just came in and just, he was perfect. He was. He did, you know, we didn't have to say, oh, okay, well, can you, you know, do it like this? Or or he wasn't uncomfortable with any costume. He he had opinions. He he gave, he gave input. Gave input. Yes. He helped and with the choreography. Yes, it he was did. Amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, oh, he was such a. He joy was a dream. Work. Yes. Yes. I mean, I don't know. I would really, really love to do more stuff with him. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope that you know he he's decided that he would like to retire from burlesque, and we respect his decision. But if he ever changes his mind, he definitely has a home. Yeah, and us. and you're gonna see California love. Yeah, because I mean, the peach tree would love to have him. Yes, I mean, I think he would be a fantastic. He would be a fantastic. Peach. But anyway, we're gonna leave yeah. that one alone and stop harassing because we're fucking trolling. Yeah, we are. We're being stalkerish, and it's not nice. Yeah, but that ass, that though. ass, though. Mm. Anyway, that smile. Yes, yeah, oh that God. smile. Yes. Okay, we're gonna stop. Okay. We're gonna stop. Okay, we're gonna stop. All right. Okay. Stop. So what else did we? Oh, so yeah, we did have the phone calls back and forth yeah. while you were in Vegas and while you're relaxing and and while you're stressing and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was freaking out. Uh huh. That's why that's why I had to go do all I had to do all my trolling and stuff. I was freaking out. The trolling because, helped me calm down. Yeah, because I did that's right, on. because I did walk and I was doing my trolling, yes. trolling the weather while I was walking. Oh my God. Um so I knew that um yeah, Jeffrey, I'm gonna I haven't walked, I'm gonna walk some more so I can do some more um Weather trolling. Oh my god. Um and Jeffrey's awesome. He yeah. always interacts with us. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And Felicia was being helpful to me to tell me about that stage mm-hmm. at that place. Yeah. That we're not gonna call its name. 
Burlesque Hall of Fame at the Orleans. The stage is fantastic. Sepia, you will have so much room to roam and like take in the audience. You like to fuck with people when you perform. This is the perfect stage for you. You have so much room to just strut and fucking be you and like just give the audience everything. I'm so excited to see you on that stage. I know. I'm it gonna, was so fun. I'm gonna have to stay off of um <laughs> the Beehop website and not look at the people who are performing when I'm performing. Uh, because yeah. um Okay, so here's the thing. This is Beehoff, right? This is the fucking Super Bowl of Burlesque. Yes. Okay? Third. They put your ass on the Movers and Shakers fucking program, right? Okay? They were very aware of what they were doing. They're not... Okay, these people are really smart. Okay? They know burlesque. They don't really fuck up, okay? But the lineup! No, no, we're not doing this. They the made, nope. They made their fucking decisions about where they were going to put people and what the lineup was going to be, okay? You don't get to question Beehaw. You just get to show up and slay, okay? They gave you that slot, that sure spot, be in your spot, own your spot. It's your fucking spot. It's my spot, okay? okay. <laughs> fucking own that shit. And listen, this is a huge ass fucking privilege that they gave you. And that you earned. Like, it's not even a gift. You earned this shit. Go out there and slay the fuck out of everybody. Everybody in the club gets slayed. Well, you know what I think the problem is? We were talking about this. My issue is that I only did my first festival last May. So? Hollywood Burlesque Festival. And I, and then, you know, all the stuff with my mom. I haven't. I I don't have a grasp on this. My mind can't grasp this. How do how do you do that? I don't know because I don't be grasping half the shit that happens yes, to me that's either. True. We don't, because we I don't, don't have we, time. We don't have a grip because we don't have time. Listen, somebody tells me to show up, and that's oh, what I do. Show up. And you yep. show up and you show out, and there's there's no mm-hmm. time to really be fucking thinking or worrying or whatever, mm-hmm. like. Yes, we get in our moments where we have our anxiety attacks and all that kind of stuff, but and have the way, to phone home internationally because right. you're having a panic attack. But the way our burlesque careers are set up is that yeah. you just go and you do, and I think that's amazing. Yeah, like that, that we amazing. have that opportunity that we're so busy. Yeah, that we don't. don't we don't have time to, to think. Right. To ruminate. And it's mm-hmm. not just the burlesque. It's our lives in general. Yeah. But I think even though there's a lot of craziness, there is a gift in that. Because you don't have a whole lot of time to overanalyze and to get all... You just go and you experience and you do the damn thing. And then... You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. then you go to the next thing. And you do the damn thing. And you just... You just keep living. You keep experiencing. You keep growing. And there's no time to stop. And I think that's fantastic that we have that. And even though there are a lot of fuck shit comes along with that, mm-hmm. the fuck shit is a blessing in disguise, right? Yeah. 
So yeah, I, I'm I'm I have so much gratitude for our journey and for everything that we're doing. It's just it's fantastic. Yeah, me too. Because I see my growth as a human being. Yeah. In all this stuff. Um I mean, yeah. Burlesque is the gift that keeps yeah. on giving. Mm-hmm. It really does. It is. So now we're gonna just go ahead and roll in to our book and busy segment. Now that we've talked about everything that had happened, mm-hmm. now we're gonna talk about what everything that is going to happen. Yeah, what, what we're preparing for. Right. Because we're always preparing for something. For something. Right. Um, so much craziness. Yeah. So much to be thankful for. You go first. Me? Mm-hmm. Okay. So for me, Saturday, mm-hmm. May 5th, I will be once again a traveling showgirl. I will be accompanying Egypt Black Nile in Seattle for Emerald City Burlesque Review presents For Your Eyes Only and Apertif at the Rendezvous in Seattle. Um, there are only a few tickets left, so, I mean, hopefully they all sell out. I'm super excited. Um, I'm going to be opening for Egypt and then also doing my sugar in, in my bowl act. So, yeah, this is going to be amazing. So, yeah, um, excited to be going to Seattle. And then the very following weekends on May 11th, 12th, and 13th. Yes! <laughs> I will be. Featured at Peep Show Menagerie's uh, Adult Con 2018 event. So I will be there all three days, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. I'm super excited. I've never been to Adult Con, so this is going to be, like, fantastic. Um, I'll be there. Egypt will be there. Nadia Lot will be there. Sasha Snow, Anita Crystal, like so many fucking amazing people. Um, again, it's going to be May 11th through 13th at the LA Convention Center. Uh, from Friday, 4 to 9, Saturday, 1 to 9, and Sunday, 1 to 6. So if you are looking for tickets and we can pass this, go to www.adultcon.com. But yeah, this is going to be fucking amazing. I've never been to an event like this, so I am so looking forward to this That's going to be fun. Yeah, so much fun. Um, and I won't be able to make that drive to LA on the 12th because I will be performing yes. at the final Lola Demure Burlesque and Variety Show at the House of Blues on May 12th. Yes. Um, okay, I'm going to tell you all... Sassy Stiletto, wow. Coco Lamour, Dottie DeVille, Valentina, Eva Mae Garnett, Mama Peach, Millie Marie, wow. Emerald Lestar, and me. And it's actually almost a year, it's a little over a year since I performed there the first time. Wow. And so come out. You can get your tickets at Ticketmasters for... Um, the final Lola Demure show at the House of Blues. Come and get it's gonna be a fantastic show. I'm so excited. I mean, I'm sad that Lola Demure's run is ending at the House of Blues. Mm-hmm. She had a great run, but I'm so excited for her. The show is gonna be fantastic. I'm sad that I'm missing it. Maybe. Yep, and <laughs> that's what we're talking about. Life happens, and you have to take care of your your life. And um, 
So, yeah. So if you can get out there and you're in San Diego, or even if you're not, come out to that show. If you come out to that show, you'll see me before the Say movers, shakers, and innovators showcase at Burlesque Hall of Fame. Yes, she said it. The Thursday night, May 31st. Yeah. Um, so you'll get a sneak peek at my endangered species act. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so. And it's been upgraded. The costume has been upgraded. The choreography yeah, has been upgraded. Yeah, I still have some upgrades that um, I'm going to do. And so I will be. Testing some of those out May 12th. So if you're in at Behoff, say that. Oh, yeah. That's that <laughs> Good for you. Yes, I'll be in the Mover Shakers and Innovators showcase. Woohoo! And then don't you have something in June? Um, yes, yeah, June 24th, I will be performing at the Lafayette at Burlesque Brunch. Yeah. So another new event for me. Um that yeah I'm, I'm so excited to see you fucking slay a burlesque brunch and it was so fun i can't wait to see you do it i'm excited and yeah. i'm i'm making a new costume for that so i'm gonna try to start on it in may um so i won't have to do a two three day thing <laughs> right um but i'm gonna be wearing those pasties i got from uh siren and ice in van when i was in vancouver Wow. Yeah, those pasties are beautiful. I can't and, wait to see those and things. And I'll be uh, getting the sparkliest woman we know to help me, uh, Jacqueline Chantone. So we'll see what this costume's going to be like. I'm excited. Now we're going to go ahead and move into our pasties and cake the dessert portion of our show so we can mm-hmm. wrap things up mm-hmm. sepia do you want to go first yeah i'll go first yeah so my pasties and cake goes out to bless your heart burlesque yes. because we're going on tour y'all Yay! we're gonna go on tour a west West Coast, yes. West Coast tour, um, beginning October 1st through the 8th, we're trying to hit up Riverside, LA, San Francisco, Seattle, mm-hmm. uh, Vancouver, wherever you want. So please buy merch. Yes. Um, because we're renting an RV, so yes. we'll just be... Road warriors, yes. little peaches rolling down the street. Yes. Um, so we're so excited. We'll keep giving you some more information um, because we'll have some special fundraising things. And if you just want to send money to, um, you can send it to Showgirl Sunday Dinner. Yeah. And we can, um, and put for, it's for Bless Your Heart Burlesque. Yes. Or you can send it to Bless Your Heart Burlesque. Yes. Uh, PayPal. Yes. So, so yes, yeah, hit up the PayPal. Yes. Send us. 
send us some donations. Mm-hmm. We definitely need cash to make this tour happen. If you have questions, send us a private message about how to donate to the tour. We'll mm-hmm. make sure you get that information. Mm-hmm. We're looking for as much support as we can possibly get. Mm-hmm. We're super excited. This tour mm-hmm. is going to be international because yeah. we're trying to cross the border and head over into Vancouver. Yes. So if you are a producer and you are looking to hire some amazing, sexy, mm-hmm. diverse, Silly ass, crazy ass peaches that probably have every act that you could ever imagine Mm -hmm. in every genre. Please hit us up because we want to make this tour legendary. We're looking forward to stopping everywhere that we can and performing Mm -hmm. everywhere that we can. So definitely hit us up. Um, Yeah. If you're a business and you want to sponsor us and you have a banner, we'll put your banner on our RV. Yes. 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 And we'll also be recording and live streaming the podcast from the tour. So anybody who's interested in having any type of advertisement done or sponsorship that they would like, you know, to give us via uh, because of the tour Mm -hmm. for the podcast will definitely be recording. uh, And we will definitely highlight anything that you guys want us to highlight if you want to sponsor the tour Mm -hmm. while on the podcast as well. Um, So, yeah, we're excited. Any peach wine vendors? Yeah. you know, my favorite peach uh, <laughs> oh my margarita. God. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So there's that. Yes. My Pasties and Cake goes out to Tasty Keach at Bonfire Radio. And I know we shouted her out a ton, a ton of times, but now this shit is getting real. Okay. Because Showgirl Sunday Dinner will be partnering with Bonfire Radio to bring you some new content. <laughs> yes, yes, okay, yes, yes. so I'm so excited. Okay, so we're not going to get into all the details right now, but just know that coming soon, we will be partnering with Bonfire Radio to do a little bit of a refresher on some of our old content, but then also to kind of change the way we do Showgirl Sunday Dinner. So um, we're going to be moving to more of a live format going forward and working with Bonfire Radio and broadcasting through them. You'll still be able to find us in all the places that you normally find us, but it's going to kind of change things up a little bit for us. Give us access to a larger audience. Mm -hmm. Give us access to all of Tasty Quiche and Conscious's knowledge and tutelage. We are yes. so fucking excited yes, to be are. working with them and to mm-hmm. be forming this partnership. So yeah, while we were fucking MIA, this is some of the reasons like why we, we were said our, our our little brains can't. Right, we were VIS, very important showgirling. We were mm-hmm. taking meetings and doing conference calls and doing all these things to figure out how to broaden our base and how to make the podcast bigger and how to bring you guys bigger and better and more awesome, sparkly as content. So we are super excited about formulating that relationship with them. We're looking forward to working with Bonfire. We love them. And yeah, so that is coming. Stay tuned. Um, it's going to get real active over the summer with this. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, once Beehoff is over and, you know, we kind of get our minds wrapped around how we're going to be doing things going forward, you're going to hear a lot more of us on Bonfire Radio. We're so excited. Yes. Um, so yeah, I, that's it for me. Mm-hmm. Anything else from you, Sepia? No, I'm just so excited. Oh my god, I, I know it's ridiculous. <laughs> okay. We love you. Yes. We're sorry we were MIA, but yeah. you know, very yeah, important but, showgirling. Yeah, we had shit. Lots of it. 
So. Right. So we'll be back. We love you. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you for loving us. Thank you all for joining us this evening. Please be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Showgirl Sunday Dinner and on Twitter at SG Sunday Dinner. Use the hashtags hashtag Showgirl Sunday Dinner or hashtag SGSD so we can follow all the social media conversations happening in between meals. Visit our website at www.showgirlsundaydinner.com for more information on the Showgirls, our upcoming performances, and booking inquiries. You can also always email us at showgirlsundaydinner at gmail.com with questions, tips, advice requests, recipes, suggestions, advertising, and our booking inquiries. Showgirl Sunday Dinner will drop every Sunday evening at 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And it will be available on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Google Play. Please share us with all of your friends on social media and leave a like, comment, and or five-star review while you're listening. We hope that you are all full and satisfied. Stay sparkly, and we look forward to glitter and dinner with you all next week on Showgirl Sunday Dinner!